Hello and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes, the story screen podcast where we see new movies and we talk about them. We talk about it a nice little conversation about the movie. We talk about the movie, Mamma Mia. Is that Italian or a psychopath? Who can say? <laughs> little column A, little column B. A little column A. Yeah, who, who knows? In this in this multiverse of options, I could be anything. Uh, my name is Robbie Anderson. That's what they call me. That's what my therapist calls me. So that's the name I'm going with today. Uh, I'm your host of Hot Takes. I'm the I'm the boy today. I'm the boy. T- sit down today. I'm the boy, and I talk about movies. <laughs> uh, I'm joined by uh, my good friend Fran. Fran, are you a Fran? Yeah, we're friends. Yeah, my good friend. We're friends. I'm joined <laughs> by my good friend Diana Demiro. Hey, spicy. How you doing? The spicy, spicy meatball. <laughs> You're the spice girl. You're the spice girl. You're the spice girl of story screen. Why? Thank Have you. you. Heard? Thank you. I appreciate You're that. <laughs> It's high praise. You can be any space girl you want. Uh, it's sporty. I uh, funny tangent on that for Halloween when I was in mm. high school, I went to like a big party and a bunch of my friends were were all dressed up as the Spice Girls. But guess what? I was dressed up as a slice of pizza. Hmm. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Look at you, counterculture from it, such a young age. It was very crafty. My mom helped make it, but it was also like, oh, I'm a slice of pizza, and all these girls are sexy. <laughs> well, you can make. You can make. I don't know if you did or not. I did. You can make slice of pizza yeah, sexy. I, that's always you know? the slice. You know. That's always the joke. Slutty pizza slice. Yeah, like my friend was always like, oh, slutty pumpkin. That's a good costume. But yeah, no, we didn't yeah. go that way. <laughs> You can do anything slutty. And I think like the further in like the chaos spectrum of like slutty, like, you know, I don't know, mm. slutty, I, I don't fucking slutty know. Doctor slutty Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah. Slutty Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. I wonder what movie we're talking about today. Ideas are brewing. Uh, but before I tell you what podcasts we're doing a hot take on, this is not the only podcast. Storytellingbeacon.com is a host of many podcast articles and reviews. So be sure to head over to our website and check out all that all that shit we do. Yeah, man. All that shit we do. <sighs> Bringing the heat. All right. So, yeah, we're here to talk about... We're a little late to the party. Uh, we saw this movie when it came out. Yeah, we the, saw it on time. There. We just didn't hand in our yeah, assignment on time. on time. Didn't hand in assignment on time, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, we get we let the conversations kind of rise and fall. It's a bit of a... It's a hot take. It's, yeah. it's a cool take. It's a post-mortem. It's like a, a, a cool bowl of oatmeal take right now. A cool bowl of oatmeal take. And who doesn't love a cool... A nice ice cold oatmeal. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we're here to talk about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We will not be doing spoilers for the hurt the first half of Hot Take. So if somehow you're not one of the million billion people that saw this movie, yeah. uh, you're safe for now. But you know, I'll let you know in 20 minutes or so when we uh, we tell you who dies. There's a lot of yeah, clips out there to... though, so I'd be surprised if you, even if you haven't Twitter, seen Twitter it. Twitter has has all the <laughs> yeah has the biggest spoilers you know. in it already. Yeah, you may know some of the spoilers you know. even if you haven't seen it. But we will pretend. We'll pretend. We will pretend yeah. that that is not the case. Uh, D, I'm so glad to have you here as a fellow Marvel head. Um, I think sometimes even more so than me. Oh, uh, yeah, they're fun. And I'm a geek. They're fun. They're fun. I mean, I always liked comics, but I didn't grow up reading them as avidly as some of us. But, uh, but yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm also not really. Yeah. A comic boy. I've I've, I've absorbed much through like osmosis, yeah. osmosis, and like uh, watching a lot of like recappy type videos. Mikey's on my Wikipedia whatnot, I, for it for the most part, but uh, you know. Yeah, mine in a way as well. Yeah. Like he definitely new rock stars. I feel like fills in a lot of gaps. Oh for me yes, as well. yes. I always feel like he's yeah. shouting at me. <laughs> Eric Voss. Eric, yeah, Eric Voss. Voss. Like, I like him. He looks friendly. Like, I think we'd be friends, but he's a yeller. Yeah. You gotta be able to, you know, the we're doing video. You gotta be able to. intense. Yeah. Well, you gotta enunciate yeah, on camera. you do. It's um, true. D, without further ado, uh, without further ado mm-hmm. in this current universe, what is your hot take? Ooh. On Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Raimi. Raimi. I, I enjoyed. He's back. Yeah, Raimi. I enjoyed. Raimi was good. I mean, I, you know, in the early days, I loved me some Toby Spider-Man. Toby's my boy. So I, you know, even just putting aside any other Sam Raimi films, just based on Speedy Boy alone, uh, I was excited about the prospect of him coming back. But I like that he actually takes a lot of his horror movie influences for this one. And, you know, we'll keep it spoiler free right now. But there's some scary stuff. There's some gory stuff. You know, it's a, it's a fun one. But it, it's a little bit unexpected. A but I like it. It's kind of weird. It's good. Yeah, I feel like there's been a lot of scuttlebutt about, like, I don't think there's anyone being like, this should have been rated differently. But oh. a lot of people kind of being, like, putting into question, like, is, should have this been an R-rated movie? Uh, and I don't, I wouldn't go that far, but I do yeah. think there's, like, I think it's it's on the cusp. It's definitely, it's the most, like, this could be an R-rated movie out of the Marvel fair. Sure. It's specifically the movies. I feel like the shows kind of skirt that line even even more. But Yeah, the shows definitely. And, and so I kind of wonder when you're taking the shows into conversation, like, all right, what makes this so that people are saying that is just a higher body count or just unexpected so it surprised people? I don't know. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it in spoilers for sure. I do. I do think it's an interesting conversation to have. But yeah, uh, yeah. D. I also really loved this movie. I think it's like in my top five of Marvel movies. Ooh. I really dug it. Um, Which I didn't expect. I didn't. Ex- I didn't expect. It. Yeah. I thought I would dig it. I thought know? I would dig it. But when I, I saw the first. Yeah. Yeah. You don't expect Doctor Strange necessarily to be in your top <clears> five. <laughs> Doctor Strange has proven in the MCU to be, like, he's such a good, like, character to be in, like, yeah. the Avengers. He's such a fun guy to have around. Yeah. Kind of like Tony Stark, where it's like, he's going to do some cool shit or say something funny. I love having this guy here. I love his um, interaction so with to, Tony mm-hmm. Stark. So then I was sort of like, well, how, where is it going to go from here without Tony Stark? But Well, luckily, Snark can, can be found anywhere. That's true. Um, that's true. But he... So yeah, I really I was surprised how much like this movie and in in a way I what I was really surprised is especially as I molded over I was like I think I like this movie even more than uh, Spider Man No Way Home really like, yeah I just think you know I I don't know if it's like Marvel fatigue or, oh, or anything like that and like sure. listen I like I like Marvel stuff yeah okay I like it I definitely think that there's like you know. 
I feel like we're we're on the cusp of some like homogeny happening, even in like the more like even in the most like diverse stylistically of like Marvel stuff. There's just sure. kind of a bit of like samey stuff that happens. I feel like you know we're hitting the uncanny the uncanny valley of like CGI a lot of times. Yes. Sure. I just think that, like, you know, the, the gears in the machine we're starting to see. And it's because the machine's been working overtime. That's you know? true. I don't know. And the thing is, like, I take these movies as they are. Like, I really like movies. So, like, <laughs> I don't need Marvel movies to be my art house dramas. I don't need them to be my anything else. They, they can just don't. be Marvel movies. That's true. But it is fun to have you know? Sam, Sam Raimi come in with a different eye after having and had think, a few in the norm style. And, Yes, I agree. And I think what I didn't expect coming into this movie is like I didn't expect Sam Raimi to quite be a Taika or a um a James Gunn where mm. they they make their Marvel movie and it feels like distinctly different. That's true. You know, it feels like it has like a, such a distinct vision. Whereas like, you know, I like the I like the Spider-Man movies a lot. I'm a big Spider-Man head, big webhead. Uh and the new Spider-Man trilogy I really like, but they don't really have like necessarily like a directorial identity. You know, okay. like they don't really have like a stylistic identity. Like they are fun. Yeah, I feel like fun their, movies. their identity is very much related to Tom Holland. I feel like of the new ones, which I sure. like. And um, even he's great. Yeah, he's great. I think that if anything, they, they especially in the first two, they do a lot of like the Breakfast Club kind yes. of like, you know, 80s throwback stuff. But that's not really directorial style in the same way that a James Gunn or a Taika Waititi or a Sam Raimi sure right like it's um it's more of like kind of like fitting it into genre and it's less of style yeah Um, i love like some of the like specific sam raimi things like there's certain shots the close-ups of of characters just like the way certain things were done that i was like oh yeah this is sam raimi and i didn't realize that the beginning of the movie yeah yeah i didn't realize that that would be so so much like absolutely The, the beginning of the movie feels so much like um Spider-Man 2. Totally. Yeah. You know, without going to specifics, there's just like certain things that he's doing. It's in New York City. um, And you're just like, wow, this feels like nostalgic in a way. Like there's something familiar about this. And yeah, I do think it's a style of filmmaking. I I wouldn't claim to be the biggest Raimi head. um, But like, you know, there's there's also some like cultural osmosis happened where I'm like a bit familiar with his like style and work and uh and it does seem like it's present here especially from what people are saying online right and uh yeah i i really enjoyed it but what what really struck me about it and what really like really makes me like it more than like something like a, a crowd pleaser but what feels creatively by committee by committee something like spider-man it, it this feels like very kind of like unique and bold and uh i think it's the sam Raimi of it all but i also think that it's you see these movies a lot of times also like kind of take on a subgenre whether it be like spy thriller or 80s nostalgia but this is horror (laughs) and it's and it's pretty capital h horror and i think it really works to the film's benefit it's spooky (laughs) it's spooky yeah I like it. And I like that they did pull from a lot of cool random shit, like directly from WandaVision and the What If cartoons, but then it wasn't exact. They still tweaked things. So there was a lot of, you could enjoy stuff that was references, but you didn't have to know it because they were doing some kind of play on it regardless. But I feel like it definitely would have helped coming into it 
seeing WandaVision. I feel like that was the biggest influence. I thought what if was going to be more important. Yeah, me too. Um, And it's actually like not what I thought was a reference in the trailer is not from what if it's just like a different, you know, thing uh, entirely, which I was like, huh. Okay. But yeah, WandaVision is definitely the the necessary viewing, I think, for this movie. Yeah, I feel like it Uh, won't make as much sense to people or just like her uh, like purpose for for being this way is really like hammered yeah. home. I think they do a decent job of like kind of catching up yeah. to speed without being like too hands on. They're like, all right, she wants to see her family. Yeah. Something she does not have one here. The specifics they don't really know. Right. And then like, you know, you can figure out like the dark hold is a book that is bad. Bad magic. You know? So like that all <laughs> I think is communicated like fairly well. But yeah, yeah I do think seeing um, WandaVision definitely, would make it more impactful. And, you know, on that note, while talking about WandaVision, uh, Elizabeth Olsen is, I think, far and away the best part of the she movie. She rocks. I think she yeah, is. she's great. Ama- I think she's amazing. Yeah. And I always think that she's great in those movies. And she and her role has kind of, like, slowly expanded over time. Yeah. And then in WandaVision, it's at its peak. Uh, but I think seeing WandaVision really prepares you for, like, you know, giving you a hero that you've now, you know, at this point you have, like, what almost 12 hours of history with in like movie time right. and and you have seen her be like a good guy who's gotten thrown under the bus who becomes a good guy again and gets everything taken away from and then it's finally just like yeah she's gonna be she's gonna be kind of she's kind of bad she's kind of right bad she's, gonna, she's kind of bad and i like that and she, and she slays they make her she bad serves. yeah like i I feel like WandaVision did a really great job of like showing her inner turmoil and like the struggle and you were sympathetic with her because you were kind of figuring it out while she was figuring it out. But then in this one, you come in with that knowledge already that you're like, "Uh oh, she's probably going to be a little bad because of the way that WandaVision finale ended with that after credit scene. Like, you know that she's already tipping the scale with the dark hold a little bit and that that is going to corrupt her even more potentially. So I like that. They just kind yeah. of, they're like, yeah, she's the villain. You know, she, she be the villain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting because from WandaVision, a, a show that ends with her, like ultimately making the right choice. Yeah. And then, but then kind of leaves room for her to actually still be like, well, not done yet. Yeah. I would like my cake. And to I made the too. right Thank choice you. in this universe, but I'm going to go to a different yes. one and make another choice. So, Mm-mm-mm. exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I think that I, I think that she is the best part of this movie, um, like by far. And I think the second best part of the movie is um, the woman who plays American Chavez. Do you know how to say her first I name? I don't. I was just looking at that. It looks like... Zoda Chill or something like Zoda something Chill. along those lines. Gomez. And she was great. She was great. And I, she and like yeah. that's a character that feels like a deep cut Marvel character. I don't I didn't know anything about I didn't, American. I didn't Chavez. know anything about her. I um I looked her up a little bit before the movie because when initially when I saw the trailer, I was like, Oh, is this gonna be sort of another like a Ms. Marvel character? I was wondering if they were... That's what I yeah, thought, too. Kinda, yeah, because yeah. I didn't, you know, just based on trailer footage alone, you can't really see that much of a close-up of what the character looks like. So I was like, oh, who is this? And she looks like she has powers yeah. that are kind of comparable with 
with Captain Marvel. So I really, I definitely feel like the, their relationship was sort of like a pseudo Peter Parker, <clears throat> Doctor Strange relationship, like in the last Spider-Man. is sort of like yeah, I feel having that, that mentor-mentee. A bit a, a less like antagonistic, right. where because in Spider Man I do feel like it's like Doctor Strange is like I'm down to help you out, and then the minute Peter Parker's just like I disagree with what you're saying, it becomes like, yeah. he's like they're fucking with each other. That's true. Until he's uh, ex exnade for the remainder of the movie. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, this was definitely more of like a a Papa relationship. So it was sort of like giving. Doctor Strange's character an opportunity to to be a little paternal, but in a good way. Yeah, and then they they have a lot of fun with him in that role and and the multiverse of it all. I do, um, I do enjoy the multiverse versions of Doctor yes. Strange. <laughs> it is it is the year of the multiverse. Uh, we just watched and did we? Did you and I do the podcast? Yeah, on? everything, uh, everything, everywhere all, all at once. once. Yes. My multi my my multiverse co-host. Yes. So uh, the year the year of the multiverse is here, and it's interesting that those two movies kind of came out like so close to one another. Uh, very different. Very different. In the way that they tackled these things. Did you how did, how did you find Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness like handling of the multiverse of it all? Did you find it confusing? Did you find it enjoyable? Did you think it was like too much, too little? What do you? I think? mean, I kind of I feel like this one plays a. a along really well with Loki with the show. Like, I feel like there's some like parallels with how stuff is portrayed where, I mean, I know that that's like the idea of timelines, but it is sort of like the same, the same thing where it's like, okay, there's this version of you. And in this version, you're doing this. And then all these other people are doing that. But I did like having this character, America Chavez, who could just travel through it. And then, I loved like her not to get too spoilery, but just like her being like, Oh, most universes food is free or like, you know, just like going from place to place. Like she had to kind of figure out the, the ground rules. Like she's like, as soon as you get there, try and get food and water or like, as soon as this, you know? So I liked that Mm -hmm. it was sort of familiar, but not, you know, everything slightly tweaked. And I think having watched what if kind of already kind of preps you for that a little bit, even though that's a cartoon, it's just like a cool way to look at, this alternate version. Multiverse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think that, I, I feel like the, the greatest comic book, the mainstream like teacher of multiverse stuff has been into the spider. Totally. I feel like they I love it. Did it. They, <laughs> they remain to have like, they've done multiverse, like a thing that I thought, like, I don't know if movies can really pull this off. Cause it just, is, it just can be complicated. You know, you can do it in comic books because like you can do just so many issues and, and I don't know, I just thought it was like something that is a little too, too big to like fit on like, you know, the, the TV medium. And I've been proved wrong time and time again. <laughs> but I do think that Spider-Verse does it most effectively and the best. And it's kind of Definitely. like added to pop culture, like the pop cultural lexicon. I think it's added to in a way that so many audiences, especially comic book audiences that can be a bit more casual. They got it. And right. now we can just watch multiverse stuff and just, just like, I get it. They're different. This way you have like a bunch of different actors playing a bunch of different people and it's fun. I love fun. And that's great. <laughs> yeah, I love the I love the repeated like origin story and multiverse like 
I, I love the like, and then I got bit by a spider, and then this happened, and then my my, my yeah. uncle Ben died, my best friend died, my this person, died, you know, and I love that. And there's a bit of that yeah. here in this too, where there's like there's certain things where you're just like this is unavoidable, right. like this must happen, and then you see a little bit of that in the Doctor Strange What If. Where uh, to that version of Doctor Strange, Rachel McAdams like dies. Yeah, I actually thought that they she, would use that plot line in this movie because I thought that that's a bigger incentive yeah. for Doctor Strange to like embrace the dark hole to save someone from dying than just like she got married. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I was sort of like, yeah. oh. But they, okay. they, they give you, they do give you other reasons yeah. that are effective enough as to why maybe alternate Doctor Stranges would. Right use the dark hold but yeah an easy one would be him trying to do that from what right. if I, I was surprised again like i i had uh claire's not like the biggest marvel head she's seen a decent amount yeah. of them and 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 if i drag her to one of the movies she she will yeah. come. But, uh, <laughs> they're fun but they're fun and like i she didn't see wandavision but she was prepped and but we i was like we have to watch this what if episode with dr strange uh, with dr yeah. strange because i was positive i was like it is it is impaired and you know it was also you know an easy sell because it's 20 minutes long and the best episode right. of that season i i think i enjoyed that one i, I think that's definitely one of my favorite ones yeah i like also yeah, the, the um the captain oh shit what do they call her now with peggy carter being captain but not i think she's she's, oh, not, america. she's not captain america she's british no so she ain't captain british yeah what is uh, Captain Carter, I guess they're calling her. That's what it says. And I, I think it, is, I think it is just Captain yeah. Carter. Yeah. I liked that episode a lot too, but yeah, the Dr. Strange one is definitely the, my favorite for sure. Yeah. I think that for me, that was the best one. I also think that the black Panther as, oh, yeah, as uh, Star Lord episode Star-Lord. is a close it's second. A good one. That one's really good. Yeah. What if was fun? Um, I liked those. I, it's cool. I, well, I wish the animation was better. Sure. I think the animation is weird yeah, in that show. It is a little weird. Sometimes it's really good, and the other times I'm like, "Why is when they talk it is bad?" Yeah, yeah. But that's budget. You know, neither here nor there. Sure. Maybe <laughs> style. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I do think that Doctor Strange the movie. I, I I found it like pretty easily. Like I also don't think that they like they don't get too multiverse yeah they really don't bridges. like i i think that they even they probably even could have done more multiverse i know i was a, insanity. yeah i was surprised it didn't go into more yeah definitely it's like more like doctor strange in the multiverse of two universes right. <laughs> you know <laughs> like Pop it's like skipping a jump like into three. two other places yeah that's fine yeah it's not quite like you know you know everything everywhere all at once which is not comparable to this movie, but like they they do multiverse where it's like they like I guess they're they're really only like mostly in one or two universes, but they are pulling from multiple universes. Right. I know you see actually you see them in a lot though. There's the rock one. Yeah. But yeah. But definitely yeah. like it. He also doesn't have to interact with himself really. Like not very not no. very much anyway. Like not as it's it is pretty it's pretty which minimal. I expected there to be a little bit more of for some reason I thought that he would have to interact with these other versions of himself more and that that would be sort of like a either a catalyst for like what the fuck am I doing in my universe or just like maybe we wouldn't know it was the other version or like I thought there was more opportunity for that than they played around with but that's okay it was still fun yeah I think. I- 
it was so yeah. fun. I, I think that they more opted for, and not to get too spoilery, which I think it's close. safe to say we should get into spoilers Spoiler soon. But that being said, I think that they're more of like, it's less that he's in, he's, there's like a reason that he's not interacting with so many versions of himself. Right. And I think that's there. It like, there's a, it like most of the movie is him dealing with the other versions of him and maybe what they didn't and do. They're, so and good. they're bad. Yeah. And they're in the bad, or they're, at least they're bad decisions, right. you know? He chose the very least. poorly. Poorly. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, and I think that is an interesting, um, like, kind of way to do that. Yeah. I think that, And I think it works in the context of the movie. But the thing about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is that it is full of stuff that you don't want to spoil for anyone because it's just so damn exciting. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so crazy style. So, uh, D, I think, you know, we recommend this movie, yeah. right? We should, if, you have, if you haven't seen it, you should also, see it. Also, go watch it on the big screen. It's still out. Go see it. It's crazy. It's probably going to be out for yeah. a while because it is a, a This is a movie, fun so. movie to see on the big screen. Don't wait for it to stream on whatever the heck they're going to put it on. Don't do it. Also, people are saying, oh, my God, Sam Raimi's back. Right. But also, Danny Elfman. Oh, yes. Didn't go anywhere, but he's, he's here. He's always good. <laughs> you know? Always appreciated. He didn't really leave. Yeah, he can... But the Sam, but the Sam Raimi, Danny Elfman team up. I don't think has happened since Spider Man. Yeah, the, so. the the beautiful dance between the the beautiful boys. I enjoyed it. The beautiful boys. Yeah. So I am I am here for that. Yeah, we'll talk about that nice. soon. So we'll be uh, right back with spoilers for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We'll tell you who dies in every universe. Spoilies. And we're back with spoilers for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. A brief pause in case someone did not realize that this is what we're doing. Because I want to talk about John Krasinski being in this movie. <laughs> Hot damn! Hot damn. <laughs> I, was, I was shocked. Hot I was shocked. damn. Yes. I know, there was a lot of good cameos. And they were cameos because they weren't in the movie very long. <laughs> So yeah, I guess, you know, uh, a conversation we touched on and started with is the, is the R rating of it mm. all. Um, or like the, the not R rating of it all. Horror of it. Horror of it all. So now that we are in, now that we can talk about everyone who dies, as I always say when we enter school. A lot of people die. A lot of people die gruesomely. Yeah. In rapid <laughs> like, succession. Not, like there aren't any so that hold bad. out, really. There's not a lot. And you know who does it? Wanda. 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 Yeah. Murders these people. She does. And it is so cool. The scene where terrifying. she is in the... It's a nightmare. Yeah. The scene where she's in the um, Illuminati like stronghold and is just like... Just going to yeah. town on these decaf Avengers yes. is just decaf like... Decaf Avengers. So good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> on this fucking B... This B team. Uh, but the B team has... Has a uh, some X Men on it, which is really awesome. As it has at least one, yeah. and I was happy to see yeah. him. It's sad to see him go. That's three movies they've killed him. Yeah, in. I kind of loved it though. Like I loved the scary, like her hands coming out of the mist to grab his so head, cool. and I was just like, Jesus! <laughs> it's very scary. I think it was good. The only thing that like got me like. You know, you, you don't want these these Marvel movies to devolve too much into like who's going to cameo right. in it, which is I think we're we're on a dangerous precipice sure. with that. But I uh, 
And the John Krasinski was was very exciting. But the only thing that got me even a little bit more excited, though, was the X-Men 90s theme oh, yeah. that played gently. when he comes out in his X-Men, yellow like, chair from the cartoon. So good. Yes. As soon as you see that that yellow chair, I was a big fan of watching the X-Men cartoon. So for sure. Same. I love the X-Men cartoon. So good. They're all on Disney Plus. I started watching them again. <laughs> it's coming back too. They're doing they're doing like more seasons it's of the nineties. Like yeah, it's pretty wild. It's cool. More Jubilee. Well, yeah. What's interesting is like we still don't know how the X Men will enter the MCU, yeah. or if it or if it just like they will do it through multiverse means, right? You know. Yeah, I'll be very interested to Which see how they handle Fantastic Four in the future because of all the versions that we've had already and like where they could try and go from here. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I mean, I think with fantastic four, fantastic four, I think is like, it's a little bit easier to fit in there than X-Men. Yeah. But I do think it just will constantly be the question. It's like, well, where the fuck were they during yes. all of the MCU stuff yeah. that happened? Yes. And the X-Men is the same question, but like on just such a bigger scale. Yeah. I feel like with Fantastic you know. Four, they can be like, they were in space, you know, or something, something like that. Sure. <laughs> Where I feel like... They were in the yeah. uh, uh, small dimension, yeah, I don't know. I it'll mean, be sort of like a Captain Marvel where it'll be like, there are other planets, you know? <laughs> we were, we were busy. Yeah, but um, we'll Yeah. I mean, you know, we knew Fantastic Four was coming before this, but also, you know... Uh, Kane the Conqueror is a, is a descendant of, of, a, of a Richards right. as well. So we kind of knew all this stuff was somewhere in the pipeline coming. But uh, yeah, it, as exciting as it was to see John Krasinski and to see Patrick Stewart. And um, I've been watching Humans, but that guy I never is watched there too. Humans, but I didn't realize that that guy was Anson Mount. And I love that actor. And he's going to be on. He's pretty covered yeah, up. Yeah, he's so. pretty covered up. And then Mike like whispered it to me. And then I was like looking at his jaw and I was like, oh, it is him. And like he's he's. Uh, Captain Pike in the like the, the newer versions of the Star Trek shows which we've been watching and he's uh, and he's okay. great and he's like Silver Fox in those like because he's like aging like nice. a fine wine so um, mm-hmm. I was like oh shit but then that whole sequence is great too where it's just like it's so it's so, so good and you know easy easy come easy go it's just like whoa all these new characters and you're like oh they no they're all oh, dead they're gone and it's like i don't know what i was i, I was not expecting that no you remember you saw you saw suicide squad i right? did the newest yeah. one it's like the beginning of suicide squad you're like all oh, these cool yeah. dudes you're like no you're like what oh wait the they fuck? just killed half of them so they're gone. But then you're like, wait, in this, they killed all of them, so no one can help Doctor Strange. It's just... No one can help Doctor Strange. It's just uh, Rachel McAdams, who plays Dr. Christine Palmer. I always forget her name. because She made it. That's she, true. She's the only one who survives from that Illuminati universe, <laughs> which is also really funny. Um, that was a cool, just like... Everything about that, that like sequence was like really cool, and I love that they... You know, really, it just toys with the audience in such a fun way where they're like, yo, people are going to love seeing John Krasinski as Reed Richards. People are going to love seeing the return of Professor Xavier. And then you make Wanda Maximoff. It's like, you didn't think she was a bad guy before. 
she is not only going to hurt these characters in this movie, they're going to hurt you yeah. in the audience. Like, like taking them, she's taking them away from She killed you. Captain like, Carter. Oh. It didn't take that long. Like, I thought Captain Carter would give her more run for her money, but no. <laughs> I thought all of them would. It's also like, you know, in that brief, in the briefest of moments, we got like the best, like one of the best, like Charles Xavier scenes. Yes. Of any of the movies he's been in. Totally. Like him being able to go into her subconscious and do like, and it just, it, I feel like moments like that, just like, you know, not, I, I know there's been good Patrick Stewart performances in other X-Men movies, but I feel like it was the most in that briefest of moments, one of the best, like quintessential classic feeling sure. Charles Xavier moments. And it just shows you the power of like. Marvel and the way that they understand these characters and, and like, you know, can do the boiling down of their like essence and put it on screen in a way that just like no one ever has before. Like we have not seen Marvel at their that like now we're doing X Men right. and that's always been the thing. It's like how do they do that? And when they got Spider Man, it was just like it was exciting because Spider Man like I really like Andrew Garfield, but like the, it was a franchise that was mishandled. Totally, you know. Yeah, that's true. And, like, that's the issue. Like, he, he, was, he was great, great. but the franchise, like, the studio of it was not so yeah. good. So to see, like, Marvel come in and just, like, you know, being so good at, like, handling these properties and just showing that they really, like, understand with very few missteps, like, what these characters are is always really exciting. So to see this Professor X moment happen, like, I was I was in love. I was just thought it was so cool to see him, like, do that in that moment. I also loved that this, like, other version of Wanda in this, in this other universe you know, also kind of went through that she's like dream walking. Yeah. Into. That she's dream walking into. Yeah. Like, I loved seeing like when professor X is entering her mind, that it's very similar in the sense that they still have some kind of origin story in Sokovia where it's been bombed. It's the and, bombing. Like, yeah. You have that like sitcom comfort food TV show in the background and she's kind of hiding out. And so there is that, which is kind of like your ground level, like base level, like Wanda still has love even though all this shit has happened to her like she still just wants to have her own family and be loved and that's like a good incentive even for her as a villain i feel like so <clears throat> pretty yeah. tight well even how the dream the dreamwalker like version of her the dark hold version yeah. of her, this the 636 it's like you know doesn't get even even when she's like she's so doesn't give a shit or she's so is just like focused on her mission that she she's in that 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 uh sunken place right. too and she does not she's like i will use it to to just take you out like i do yeah, not care very much so it's so it's so good i yeah that scene i think i feel like that's like the most like spoilery it's it's like the, the most movie. action too in such a short period in the movie. It's, it's like crazy. all of a sudden that is the the like real incentive for being like, oh, should this be R rated? Because you're just like, boom, dead, boom, crush, yeah. boom, squish, like, and they're all gory. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you know, it, that's. I feel like that's like a scene that's just like it's super gory. Yeah. It could be R rated. It, it's like close to like a James Gunn level of yes. like over the top like super right. gore. Um. I don't necessarily think that, like, I think it's trials the line. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it, me as a young boy, if I wasn't, like, I think 13 or younger, it would probably freak me out. Yeah. But also, it's such a different, it's such a different time for, like... We've seen so much of stuff like that know? now that I feel like most people are still pretty desensitized to that level of gore, especially when you're in some kind of a fantasy genre already. Like, you kind of, that allows you to take yourself out. It's not like we're watching, like, 
yeah. a, a fictionalized version of a war that's actually happening or, you know what I mean? So it's like when you have that superhero yeah. element, I feel like there's something to be said for that where you're kind of like, oh, okay, it's gross, but uh, it's okay. I'm yeah, okay. You know, it's like, and, it, and it's like, you know, because it's Sam Raimi has like some of those like BR elements yes. where it's like pretty schlocky. It's pretty fake yes. looking. Um, but like, you know, I remember when I was a kid, even like, uh, I was like fairly young. I was kind of a scary cat in general. Like I'm oh, a little scary hell cat yeah. now. But like, uh, I got, I got plenty of nightmares of on my own, man. I don't yeah. need too much fuel. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I remember like the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie came out, and like I was afraid of like the skeletons. I was like, they freak yeah. me out. I don't like these. And I pushed through it. I ended up really liking that movie, even as a youth. But uh, yeah, I wonder, like, you know, if I was that age watching this movie, like, could I hack it? You I know? guess, like, but, I still think about. I went to see the new Mortal Kombat, and there were some really young children in that movie that's and true it was that's way true. worse <laughs> than this one absolutely and I, and I was like absolutely. i was like those kids are too small those kids are not sleeping I mean, tonight <laughs> maybe maybe though i feel like i feel like it's like a little bit closer than you think i think the main i feel like the gore yeah. factor is like fairly yeah. close i think there is a divide but i think it's like fairly yeah. close i think the thing the thing about mortal Kombat though is that they that's what the runtime of the movie oh, yeah. is. Whereas yeah. in this movie, it's isolated to like a few moments. Exactly. Yeah. Woo. I think that's that's like the difference. But yeah, brutal circular brutal saws stuff. through people's heads. Like I was just like, "There's Gerald. The children are too young." But yeah, the children. <laughs> Someone please think of the children. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I also think like uh, Zombie Strange. I was like, ooh. I like that's another reason why I thought what yeah, if would be more. I wanted zombie, zombie strange to be more actual zombie than just like yeah. puppet body. But still enjoyable. I, I was <laughs> I was into it. I thought I thought that was such a cool you know, you see it in the trailer, so you, you you're like pretty kind. It's like, oh, in this universe right. there's a zombie Doctor Strange. Right. E- easy. I got this. So I thought that was a really fun twist. Of or at least like subverting my expectations, Definitely. you know. I thought that was really fun, and I thought everything leading up to it was very was very cool and very interesting. I thought it looked great. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I really liked that. But it's dark. I mean, it's dark. You know, on it's still on the on the R the for sure not R rated conversation. It's like that's pretty spooky. Yeah. Shit, you know, or like Wanda coming out of the mirror world. She's all like, yes, the fucking grunge coming out of yes. it. It's like that's crazy. Like that's actual like. You know, the mo- the movie is like it's a horror, yeah. movie, right? Like I I think that it's like it's a horror movie first, almost like it's so cool. No, I agree with that that sentiment for sure. It's definitely a horror movie, and yeah. it's a fun horror movie. And I'm not, I wouldn't say that I specifically am a huge huge lover of horror movies. I enjoy them, but I'm not like I've I've become like a bigger one. Yeah. in recent years, I feel yeah. like. You know, I, even when like Hereditary came out, you guys, I feel like you guys had to really fucking drag me to see that oh, movie. Man. I was like, it looks so scary. I don't want. Yeah, to see no, it. I mean, I, and, uh, and now a lot like, of the A twenty four horror, I've gotten better about make psyching myself up for it. But in the beginning, I was just like, I, was, I, was, I have bad dreams a lot already, yeah. guys. Well, the, the thing about the art house horror movies is that they, they you know, you're not gonna have nightmares because of the gore. You have nightmares because of like the, the yeah, concepts. they stay with you. So the existential dread stays. 
confused for a while. Yeah, you're like, fuck, this is so scary. I don't want to think about this at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are kind of like the big spoilery moments. Big spoilery moments. moments. Yeah, we've got a... Big spoilery moments. You know, we've got a decent amount of Christine Palmer in this, and I thought she was good. I enjoyed multiverse version of her. Yeah. I liked it. I thought I I didn't expect her to be in the movie as much because I also felt like her role in Doctor Strange one was like you know pretty, pretty limited small. to like yeah. romance interest yeah. and uh, you know if you're the romantic interest of like five Doctor Stranges then you have to be in I the guess movie. so yeah at least five times more and I think it, <laughs> it checks it checks out in this one <laughs> um, yeah I think she she's great in the movie she she's doing what she does best I love Wong uh, I always I, want more Wong love Wong well you're gonna get he's in everything yeah. apparently he's gonna be in She Hulk. Yeah, I found that pretty entertaining. Like, I'm just like, I'm excited about the next Shang-Chi because him, like, singing karaoke with them is, like, my favorite part of Shang-Chi. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I want yeah. more Wong. I like that Wong is the is the Avengers Everyman at the moment. He's great. It's fun. Yeah. He is great. <laughs> I didn't realize he was in Prometheus. I just watched Prometheus the other Oh, day. really? He's in Prometheus. It's been yeah. a minute since I've watched that, but... He's, yo- he's young. Yeah. Like, he's, like... He looks very different. He's a little bit, he's Long, a bit trimmer. Longer hair? No, shorter, shorter hair. hair. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. I guess it's different. The style's there. Okay. It's spiky. Oh, it's spiked up. all right. Space boy hair. Yeah. It's a little different. <laughs> uh, Prometheus is also a movie that I really liked. I was surprised. I thought you didn't like it when you first saw I loved it. it. No, I was Alien Covenant. Oh. And I saw Alien Covenant. And I hadn't seen Prometheus. So when I saw Alien Covenant, this is the big, this is the whole big mamma jamma. I see. I saw Alien Covenant. I only had seen the first Alien. Oh, really? Okay. So I saw Alien Covenant. I was like, this movie's fucking weird. Yeah. And it's kind of dumb. I could see you not gelling with it, having not seen other ones first yet. Okay. Sure. And so Claire and I have been watching all the alien movies. Fun. And you know, so much fun. Seeing Alien One for like the third time. I was like, this movie still slaps. It's so good. It fucking it's rocks. So good. Seeing Aliens yeah. for like the second time. I was like, this movie kicks yeah, ass. Aliens is so Alien good. Alien Three for the first time. I was like, this movie is not so good. But is that the one with Winona? Which one is the one with the, That's the fourth that's the one. Fourth so that's one. Resurrections. Oh, okay. Resurrections is a bad movie, but a lot of fun. Yeah, I feel like they're all pretty fun, but Aliens is my fave, I think. After, after of those, yeah. So, I think Alien is, is my favorite. Yeah. I really like Aliens, yeah. though. Absolutely. They're both good. So those then I watched Prometheus. So Prometheus I remember, is cool. It's weird. I remember, so, I remember <laughs> hearing people be like, yo, Prometheus is like, it's kind of wax, a little too heady, blah, blah, blah. Michael Fassbender. Yeah. I'm like, this movie kicks ass this movie's great it's so cool cool. i was like i was like i can't believe i haven't seen this shit sooner it's so good it's gross so then now it's fun it is gross i mean they're all all gross gross. (laughs) so then i watch alien covenant full circle style now i get to see alien covenant Uh, with all the concepts did you like it better movies i liked it better okay okay but I, i was surprised so i was surprised that like a lot of my prometheus the things I like about Prometheus that that Alien Covenant is more of a sequel to yeah. really work for me. I was like, this shit's so cool. I'm way more invested in I've this stuff. I've only seen really Alien like Covenant once, but, so I'm going to have to give it a rewatch for sure. But I I remember enjoying it. I, it was... I liked yeah. it. Like, I, like, the amount that I liked it more is, is tremendous. But I, it's funny that some of my criticisms still, like... They're still the same? 
stood. Okay. Well, like one of my main criticisms is like the crew, they're so dumb. Oh fuck yeah. And like <laughs> now I'm watching it's like it's like they're dumb to the point it's like it is joyless yeah. to watch them be so fucking stupid. It's like I can't like and the thing is like you have to have some level of like you have to suspend your disbelief sure. to see these characters make mistakes so the movie can progress. And they're just sometimes I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous yeah. what they're doing. I cannot I cannot be privy to this. In real life, people um, are dumb, but then you also don't expect them to be on like an expedition on a spaceship if they're dumb. <laughs> it's a fine line. Yeah. It's a fine yeah. line. That's true. Right? But uh yeah, no, I liked it way more. Um I thought it was it was really good, and I'm bummed that like audiences didn't like Prometheus, and I'm bummed that audiences didn't like Covenant because I wish that Covenant was even more of a sequel to Prometheus, and I wish that that sequel, the trequel, was getting made right, right now because I think Prometheus kicks ass, has flaws. It's not a perfect movie. Sure. But uh, I thought it fucking slapped. I was so into it. I want to watch it again. I thought the movie was great. It was cool. It just it has a just a cool mythos to it, like all of the world building. It's yeah. very cool. Well, I just like that Ridley Scott, like, he became so obsessed with, like, why would someone make these aliens? And he questioned it so hard. He was like, why does man get created? (laughs) And he's like, I'm going to make this movie now. And he's just like, it's it's interesting to see him, like, reclaim the Alien franchise and also be just, like, so fucking disinterested with the aliens. <laughs> it's just like, I'm way more into this other sure. shit. It's so cool. It's like um, visually a, a yeah. stunning movie too. It's like Prometheus is, is beautiful. It's, still, it's tw- dude, 2012. Yeah. It's still like Looks holds good. up crazy. And I, I was like mentioning to Claire too. I was like, there was a time I feel like from 2009 in, in like that 2012 range where you have things like the Star Trek reboot, Prometheus, oh, yeah. Avatar, where just like, it is like, a leap happens in like CGI right. and like sci-fi filmmaking. Yeah. That's like, whoa, we're, we're like here. And now like all movies are kind of like, like there are some movies that come out now that do not look as good as those. Three right. Movies I just said. Or it's, it's crazy. Whatever happened then has become the norm. And then they're, they're only building off of that, you know? So that's like the new, yeah. You don't even like think about right. it. Kind of. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, and then, you know, to, to, I guess to talk more about Doctor Strange, I, I thought the CGI in this movie uh, was really good. It looks where, good. You know, I was criticizing, I think earlier I, I mentioned that, like, you know, sometimes the Marvel CGI doesn't always hit, but I do think in this movie, it looks very I good. feel like all the fight sequences were really fun. Like, all of the stuff on the the mountain where the Darkhold Temple was and everything like that looked very cool. Yeah. Um, that was fun. I liked all of the, like, Doctor Strange magic fighting. That was all fun. Um, yeah, I definitely. It looked great. And uh, I liked the powers of America Chavez's character. Like, they didn't look too cheesy. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I liked all mm-hmm. the monster sequences in the beginning of the movie. Like, that was fun. It's pretty sweet. That was fun. Yeah. Have you, have you ever read the Doctor Strange comic? It's called The Oath. No, I haven't. So the oath, it's written by uh, Brian K. Vaughn, who oh, okay. also wrote um, yep, Paper yep. Girls yep. and Saga. Yep. And I think a few other things. Uh, Why the Last Man. Right. And um, it's it's great. And it, it's mostly like, it's very similar to the first Doctor Strange. Like there's a scene in the oath that's like, Doctor Strange is like fucked up and he has to astral project to have like Rachel McAdams character. Oh. like 
do a surgery, which is like the same from like the first Doctor Strange movie. Like that scene's in the oath. Um, but a scene that's also in the oath is um, like fighting like a Kraken octopus monster, which is kind of the beginning of this movie, too. I also thought there's a lot of fun, like practical effects in the movie, you know, or maybe like pseudo practical. Like I feel like seeing Wanda's like eye and water and stuff like that. It's just like oh, yeah. there's some stuff that's like for as crazy as the movie is, it's a bit more pared down. That's true. I kind of forgot about that whole sequence when they're like trying to hide from her and then she keeps showing up in the it's reflections. So cool. That's so cool. It's really well done. It's so cool. And that definitely yeah. adds to the horror element, like just like that you not being sure where she's going to pop out of and you're like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> or, or just like, you know, some simple stuff where they just do like really cool like crossfades of like one right. scene fading into the other. And it's just like, this is cool. Like this yeah. is just cool. It's a cool movie. And yeah, I think that's like the thing about Doctor Strange that's like my biggest takeaway is just like it's always refreshing to see a movie that that just feels like distinct in its vision. And like, listen, I like Infinity War and Endgame are movies that I really like. They are movies made by a committee, though. Like, right. you have the two directors, but like they do not have like singular cohesive identity. And the thing about these movies is that they they can't always. And when I say made by committee, my committee, I do mean that like it's made by like a lot of like it's not just the directors and writers, it's like a lot of producer hands in the pot sure. at Marvel or multiple but, writers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And like I don't and I feel like, you know, it sounds almost like a knock and it's like I don't mean it as like a knock necessarily. But this one was the Michael Waldron who I really liked from yeah. Loki and who does Rick and Morty, so I mean I feel like that had that yeah, going for it. I think that's it. that's here for sure. Yeah. But I think I think you know when I say like made by committee, it's like the committee that's involved in making these movies, like they really give a shit because it's like Kevin Feige and stuff, right? You know, like, like it's a good it's a good committee. Feige to make cares, these movies. so like <laughs> he gives a shit. Yeah, but he like, does. it's cool. Like the my my the thing that I just didn't expect was that this movie was gonna be more like some of the really the Marvel movies we all really remember, which are like uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Sure. The the uh, the Thor um, Ragnarok, Ragnarok, yeah, and even like the Black Panthers. Like Black Panther is like it definitely feels like a Ryan Coogler movie, like hundred percent. Yeah, like yeah. I'll be interested so I, to I see it going forward in this next bit how how things are turning out. Like them kind of building up to this new phase. Um, it'll be interesting to see like how Kang comes back in, like what influences maybe from. In the new Thor, yeah. if Loki's going to show up in the future, even I, if he doesn't show up I in that, think, you know. I think that we are are getting set up for Secret Wars. Right. Ooh, yeah. Which I don't know a ton about, but it does seem like... Yes. Yeah. It's all, it's all going there. Even Spider-Man has the black symbiote suit in Secret Wars. Like, that's That's like true. when it first debuted. Yeah. And that's what the end of No Way Home kind of sets up, is the symbiote suit. So... Right. It's all looking like we're getting there <laughs> um and if it's secret wars it has potential to be like even in terms of like scope and cameos even bigger than endgame which is ma- massive yeah you know yeah so we'll, uh, we'll see we could be another like you know phase or two away from a conflict quite like that but i, I do think that's where where we'd be getting what do we uh what do we think about our our third eye for Doctor Strange? I th- I think it looks kind of silly, it which does. I think is on purpose. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, it's gross. So I'm here for that. 
It's gross. I didn't really know what to think about it. Uh, I watched a, a new Rockstars video. Our boy EA Voss was covering it. EA Voss. And uh, EA Voss. Yes. And uh, he we was mentioning him. that, like, we love him. We'll always love new Rockstars. That's how yeah. I know a lot of how I know anything about this stuff. Yeah. I but got he cool was mentioning merch from that, that like, <laughs> they do have good merch. Yeah. He was mentioning that they have, um, because Doctor Strange, like, he may still have like some of like the damned energy from right. The dark hole was destroyed, but he hold. used it, so he so, has some residual. Yeah, yeah, so like that opens his third eye, and he can kind of see like you know the things from the dark dimension, which is where Dormammu right. from the first movie. So the question is, is, is and like, do, and, can that mm-hmm. continue to like taint Doctor Strange or like make him bad? Or no, because the Darkhold's gone. Or is it just like another tool yeah. in his like arsenal? Yeah, it's interesting because like you know his, his zombie verse or his <laughs> he had the he had the time stone in the eye of Agamotto, right? And now he has like a third eye as well. So like the eye theme kind of continues. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, I I don't think that this movie posits that Doctor Strange is necessarily a good guy for all time. I think right. if anything, it he's too it's powerful. Like he was he's a too really dangerous. good guy in this movie, but he may not be good forever. <laughs> you know? Right? Sure. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Do you think? What do you think about the fate of uh, Elizabeth Olsen? Do you think that she's dead or? I think she'll come back. Not the actress, yeah. the, uh, the <laughs> <laughs> Wanda. Yeah, no, I, she'll be back. She'll be back for sure. Like, I feel like if, if they are yeah. working towards Secret Wars, she'll come into play again. And yeah, yeah, I think so. You got to have her around for like mutant stuff, too. Like, she's like, yeah, Scarlet Witch is, is an X-Men. Exactly. It'll come up. You know, so I feel like they got to bring. Yeah, they got to. Like, yeah. Bring it full circle. Definitely. And then uh, we had Charlize Theron, who might become future Mrs. Doctor Strange. Yeah, judging by what her character is from the comics. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see what that is. Yeah. We'll see what happens with that. I thought her outfit was kind of dumb. but <laughs> It looks like the comics. I looked it up a little bit, but yeah. Is it pretty like identical? Okay, so yeah. good. Okay, cool. But not, I, I just not all of like, the original. She looks like, yeah. like Power Ranger. She does. She looks, like pa- she looks like Power Ranger a little bit, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Purple Which is stuff. Like, you know, I like Power Rangers, but <laughs> a, little, a little weird. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I thought that was an interesting pull. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I hope American Chavez returns. I know. I kind of hope they bring her back and that it's not like a one-off, but she was good. I liked that she was sort of like a yeah. little bit of a... C- voice of conscience for him and then like a good incentive for him to try and be better which is it's just always yeah. good do it for the kids yeah. be better was, <laughs> do it for the kids and i and i really did like quote unquote like but i thought it was very interesting to see you know just how nefarious dr strange can be in all the other universes yeah like just how destructive he can be how bad and his hair movie, can be in other universes just how bad his little ponytail can be <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we uh, we'll see. Um, anything else you got on Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness? Yeah, go see it, guys. It's good. It's out. Go see it on the big screen. And uh, see it on a yeah. big screen. It's fun. I liked it. I liked it too. I liked it a lot. I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. Uh, this 
It's not the only podcast. No, it's not. We do for Story Screen. <laughs> StoryScreenBeacon.com is a host of many podcasts, articles, and reviews. So head over to our website to check out all that stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to our members-only feed where we do even more podcasts, even really niche, weird stuff like cover just Tony Collette. We have, they have a podcast on just Tony Collette. It's Mike and Bernadette. They just do one yeah. on Tony Collette. They're starting up we Robert Pattinson podcast, and that's I'm there for that. Yes. I'm there for that. It'll be a lot shorter. Yeah. But uh, the thing is, the thing about the, the guys that we did that are long guys, they're recording, they're in the bag. So yeah. you just go and check that out. It's good stuff. Uh, we also, you know, besides audio content, we have video content. You can over to our YouTube channel. We have articles. That's also on our website, storiesandbeacon.com. Uh, you'll find showtimes for our brick and mortar movie theater located in Beacon, New York. And you can also go to Wonder Bar when you're there. Cocktail Lounge and Small Plates. So tasty. So tasty. I got a charred octopus there. Whoa. It was delicious. Wow. Delicious. Does that not sound fancy? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> well, D, I hope that our multiverse cells are also having a good episode of covering Doctor Strange. I, I like and that. Madness. Yeah. I like I like I think they're having a good time. Considering that we're podcasting again in another multiverse for sure. I think I'm podcasting every universe. Yeah. It's just like how fat and how fat am I? Oh, I think is the real question. I, in my mind, I was like, how or many? How fat am I not? How many listeners do we have in other universes? Are there more? I think <laughs> I think there's a universe where we have so many listeners, but I am 600 pounds. Ah, uh, so you're like the so, comic book store guy from The Simpsons, sort of with a little ponytail, yeah, a little and like a little bit more, and a little more of a good, yeah, okay. More to love. More to love. More to love. There's just more to me love. I'm fun size. <laughs> I think there's I think there's a version where I think we're I'm both the only fun size. So no I just worries. yell into we're both fun size. <laughs> there's one where I'm like just screaming to the microphone, I'm by myself, but I'm like a, a trim. But you're EA Voss in that universe. EA <laughs> But then I'm trying to be EA Voss in this yeah. universe, dog. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. I want that YouTube money. Fuck. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Well, D, thank you so much for joining me Thanks for this for episode. Me. Of course. Until next time, we'll be back with more spicy, spicy hot takes. Spicy takes. Spicy takes.